Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1476. Finish what you start. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from El Cajon, California, down near where I grew up, Michael Zurich. Michael Zurich is the founder and host of Sailor with Cars, a YouTube channel that he launched to recognize the men and women who serve our country and community and who wanted to showcase their vehicles. Michael began his naval career in 1984 at the age of 18 as an enlisted serviceman, progressing rapidly through the enlisted ranks to chief petty officer. He served on many ships, including the USS Midway, a wonderful ship. He earned a commission in the Limited Duty Officer Program, a program accepting the top less than 1% of all who apply. He retired from the Navy in 2012, completed his final tour as chief engineer, and uh, on the USS Boxer. After serving for 28 years, Michael's day job is with West Coast Manager for Ingalls Shipbuilding in San Diego, California. And Michael, I want to thank you for your service. We're going to take a break here and talk to our sponsors who make the show possible. And then we'll be right back and we'll talk about what Michael's up to with his YouTube page. Winter's here and things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finishes of your vehicles, both inside and out. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft car covers on my rides since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution to vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, too. Live where it's sunny all the time? Lucky. Covercraft dash covers and sunscreens are the best. Got pets? Messy kids? Messy in-laws? Or just messy friends? Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and the perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new and don't forget their custom fit floor mats and trunk liners they are a must-have for all your vehicles your cars truck van or whatever you drive will say thank you and i've got a deal for you during january 2020 you can get 10 percent off plus free shipping on all covercraft products that's right go to covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 that's y-e-a-h 120 at checkout that's covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout Hey, Cars Yeah! Race fans. Andy Collins, owner of Armadillo Racing, is a past guest here on Cars Yeah! Last year, I was honored to be a speaker at his high-performance racing seminar. And having attended, I can tell you it's an invaluable learning experience if you love to race. This year marks the 25th anniversary of Armadillo's high-performance racing seminars, and it takes place Saturday, February 8th, in Tacoma, Washington. For your seminar fee, you'll spend a day with four of racing's premier professionals on how to improve your driving and much, much more. This year's outstanding speaker lineup include Jacques Delari, Ph.D., world-renowned high-performance driving and life coach, Jeff Braun, a race engineer with a history at Core Racing and IMSA, Ross Bentley, top driving coach, author of world-renowned Speed Secrets and a fellow podcaster, and Dan Davis, retired director of motorsports 
for Ford Motor Company. All of these incredible racing experts are past guests here on Cars Yeah. As an added bonus for Cars Yeah listeners, you'll get to join these speakers at the Friday night reception at the incredible LeMay Car Museum for free. That's right. It's a $50 value if you sign up by January 15th. What a deal. Go to Armadillo Racing's website and register. That's armadilloracing.com. Hey, Michael, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Mark, I'm buckled up and I'm ready for a wild ride. All right. We'll have some fun here. Tell our listeners first a little bit about yourself and, uh, this YouTube channel you started, we're going to let you go into depth, a little more depth with it in a few minutes, but just kind of get the listeners warmed up a little bit. Sure. Uh, thank you for having me on my sh- on your show. I really appreciate it. My uh, my bio is uh, pretty much what you said. Um, I'm a retired naval officer. I work for Ingalls Shipbuilding, but I decided that uh, I wanted to start a YouTube channel. And the reason I wanted to do that is because as a young enlisted guy in the Navy, we were always working on cars and we never had a lot of money and we we're always interested on wrenching on cars. And I thought, you know, in today's Navy, people have some very nice vehicles, whether they're classics or newer. So it'd be nice if there was a place where they could show their cars and at the same time, talk a little bit about their service to the country. And I also put that out, not just for sailors, of course, being I'm a retired sailor, that's where the name comes from, but for all military people and for people that serve their community, firemen, policemen, anybody like that. Yeah, first responders. You know, I think it's great. I have high respect for the military in this country. Uh had many family members who served in the military. My dad was in the Army. My my late, uh, my father-in-law uh, was in the Marine Corps for 30-plus years. Uh, imagine dating a young woman and going home and meeting uh, a Lieutenant Fulbert, <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel in the Marine Corps. Yes, sir. Yeah. No worries. I'll take good care little, of your daughter. Little yeah, tough, I'm sure. Uh, well, actually, he was a really, really wonderful guy and many other family members serving. So I'm really happy to bring to light what you're doing here. Hopefully, we'll give you some exposure so you can start to grow this new venture you've got. Tell our listeners, Michael, maybe one little thing that most people don't know about you. I doubt anybody other than my wife knows that uh, I'm a large fan of Lewis and Clark and their expedition through the uh, United States. Cool. And why Lewis and Clark? That's interesting. Well, so I grew up in Montana uh, prior to joining the Navy. And part of our education in Montana was always Montana history. And of course, a big part of Montana history is the Lewis and Clark going through the state, uh, of course, along the Missouri River, portaging around Great Falls, the, the area where, where I was raised, and, you know, to the headwaters of the Missouri River, and then, of course, on to your neck of the woods there and back. And it, it's just a interesting saga of two, and it's the only recorded in history where there was two military members of equal rank that shared a command. And that, to me, was always very interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, my son got our family into genealogy and doing some uh, DNA testing and so forth. And I found out in the process, which I didn't know, that on my dad's side of the family, we're related to one of the children of Sacagawea, who really? was uh, helping helping those two guys uh, come out west. So, yeah, absolutely fascinating when you start to dig back into your family history and you discover these things you never knew. And then, of course, you want to learn more about them. And uh, Lewis and Clark, yeah, talk about pioneers. I, I can't even imagine, hey, let's just get in a boat and head out west. What do you think? 
That's incredible. When you dive into it, the number of people that they had and the logistics that they went through and the hardships to make that happen, uh, it is amazing. Anybody that's never read them should. Well, now a few more people than your wife know you have a fascinated with us <laughs> to explore adventures. As we continue on your journey here, Michael, I would love for you to share a mantra, a success quote, something that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah, so grab the wheel. So for me, it's more of a mantra, not a quote. I'm a big guy that if you're going to start any kind of a project, that you finish it. And it's just as simple as that. You know, finish what you start. Don't go into something halfway. Don't go into something with the intent that you're that, you know, I might try this, but maybe I'll just bow out of it. If you're going to go do something, you know, put the big boy pants on and go do it and finish it up and then decide if it's right for you or not. You know, it's a way to go through life. And it's a great mantra. Of course, being a ex-military officer makes sense to me. It, it kind of brings to mind, I have a, a good friend who's a retired rear admiral in the Navy, Bill Marshall, wonderful man and wonderful family. And I remember back, I took him to Monterey Pebble Beach Car Week along with another uh, friend of his that happened to be a four-star general in the Army, another Bill. And um, he had, we had a little talk at dinner one night, and we were talking about that, the importance of finishing a project, finishing a job. Um, my dad used to teach me that as well. As, you know, if you're going to start something, take the time to do it right and complete it. And I always say, and it's kind of funny, I had a paper out when I was a little kid. And that is one of the things that paper out taught me is you've got to finish it. I mean, every morning you've got, I had 65 people waiting for their paper. And I'll tell you something. If you were even 10 minutes late, some of these folks were not very happy. <laughs> they were standing in their their doorway. I'm this little 13-year-old on a Schwinn bike trying to, you know, schlump a whole bunch of heavy papers like, why are you late, Mark? Uh, well, sorry, sir, my bike had a flat. You know, <laughs> I mean, what could I do? But uh, it's a definitely a good way to go through life. I want you to talk a little bit more in depth about your YouTube channel because I find it fascinating. You and I had a great talk the other day when we first met each other, and I really liked what you were doing. You're still in the beginning phases of this. You're trying to build it. I'm hoping that through this connection with Cars Yeah, we drive some viewers to your uh, show and some people who want to be on your show. So talk more about this show, what it means to you. You, you got into why you're doing this. I think it's great. Elaborate on that as well. Um, and tell us what has you excited in this new year, 2020, about the sailorswithcars.com. So the excitement to me is. As you said, it's a small channel. There's 146 subscribers, but really that's 146 more than I thought I'd ever have. Every time somebody subscribes to the channel, that's excitement to me that, because that means somebody's taking the time to watch a video and subscribe. And I remember starting the channel because as I told you when we first talked, I barely watched YouTube videos, let alone start one. But I thought, well, how difficult can this be? Well, turns out, it's very difficult, like anything takes, else. Yeah, it takes a little it, work and effort. It, it does. And, and you know, the finance of setting the equipment up, because, you know, I, I don't use my iPhone. I have a nice camera, and I, and I try to do quality videos. And the excitement to me is when people bring their vehicles in, and they are so excited about their cars that 
you have to trim the video down because they are they are just so full of information about the vehicle that they could probably talk for an hour or more. And I try to keep all my videos below 20 minutes. And for me, it's just the excitement of they're talking about their car. They talk. They're a little, people are a little bit more reserved about talking about what they do in the Navy or whatever military service or what job that they have. So sometimes I have to kind of pull that out of them. But to me, it's interesting, even with me spending most of my life in the Navy, to listen to the generation, the, especially the active duty people, because it's difficult to get them on camera. The retired people or the veterans, uh, it's a little easier to find them. Uh, but it's fun to listen to everybody's backstory, why they came in the Navy, what they did, how they got the car, were they in the Navy when they got the car, you know, did they work on it? Do they have it, you know, have they had it for long? And the excitement to me is just, getting the people in, getting them to talk about themselves and talk about the cars. And yes, of course, I would love to spread the word of the channel. And it's at times difficult to find people to interview. An excitable moment for me is if I have an interview scheduled, which like this weekend, I've got an interview scheduled this weekend and one next weekend. That's a big deal for me because just yeah. to get a couple bank. Oh, yeah. Well, try doing a podcast every day. Uh, yeah, uh, I understand that all too well. You know, one of the reasons I want to have you on, Michael, is uh, I give a lot of keynote speeches. I just spoke uh, last weekend at the 60th annual banquet for my local Porsche club. And this is one of the things I talked about at the end of my my talk with them. They were Doug Andresi and a good friend of mine invited me to come and give a talk. It's mostly about the inspiring people that have been on my show. But I also share with folks that this day and age, we have the ability to reach out to so many people so easily through these mediums, uh, social media, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I mean, LinkedIn, I mean, all these ways that we can reach out. And in doing so, we can help other people. And you're doing a lot like what I do. You're helping other people get the word out. You're sharing inspirational stories. So I commend you for that because it's exactly what I do. But I think most people find out it's not easy once you start asking people to come and be on the air. So even even to this day, I have some friends that just won't come on cars. Yeah, they're too shy. They're afraid they'll stumble in. I keep saying, I won't let you look stupid. I promise. I don't do that. I do the same thing. I, I find a lot of people and they're like, no. And I know they've got beautiful cars. And I'm like, what? I said, it takes an hour. That's it. And, and you know, my wife normally runs the camera for me. She won't come on camera, but she'll run the camera. And that helps make, that helps the process. And so Stacy's behind the camera. I'm in front and I tell them, I'll walk you through it. Uh, I'm not going to make you look stupid. You can talk about what you want or as little as you want. I, I don't care. And I said, the magic of editing, you know, I'll just make it all smooth and do the yeah, best I can yeah. with it. And I even go over yeah. the rough video with them before I let them leave so that they can see what I'm putting together. Oh, well, that's pretty nice. Well, I think what you're going to find, Michael, is you do more and more of these people will watch them. That'll get them more excited. They'll gain trust in you. I had a lot of friends in the automotive industry because I've worked in the industry for decades. So my first 100, 200 guests were mostly, not all of them, mostly people that I knew. My first guest I'd never met before. Um, he took a chance with me and, uh, there we go. We launched it, but I think you'll build up trust with people when they see what you're doing. They realize, okay, I see what this is all about. And they watch your YouTube channel. 
Let me ask you this. What's the favorite part of doing sailorswithcars.com? Seeing the car for the first time. Because sometimes I won't know. So I put a lot of flyers on a lot of cars. You know, I can't remember what I've done. And I've got friends of mine that will put flyers on cars. And sometimes a car will show up and I'll think it's like I had a gentleman, for instance, last weekend, 71 Camaro. And he says, hey, I'm going to bring my Camaro up. It's kind of stripped down, but I do autocross with it. He brought this thing up. It's as orange as orange gets. Big old 350 in that thing. And I heard him coming up the road. We live kind of rural. And I, I told Stace, I go, well, here he comes. And I walked outside and I was like, wow, that's a heck of a car. And to me, that, you know, just sometimes a surprise of who's bringing what. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've my regular listeners know this because I've said it many times that what I'm doing is like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. I never know what I'm going to get. It's always tasty. <laughs> it's always fun. But I never quite know because most of my guests I've never met before. I would imagine what you're doing is very much the same thing. You never know what's going to come up that driveway. Nope. And then it gets the creative juices going, right? It does. It does. And it's just, you know, you set up, you bring them in, you get it under the lights, and you're like, wow, that's a good looking car. And yeah. let's talk about you and let's talk about your car. And, and it cool. just, yeah, I really enjoy it. You know, you've listened to some of my podcasts. So this next question has to do with uh, crawling under the hood, uh, getting our fingernails a little dirty and talking about a big challenge you face in your life or even a big failure. And I ask people to kind of take us down that road, not to relive a difficult time, more so to share some inspiration with those listening that might be going through the same thing. What was the lesson learned from that experience? So take us there, walk us through it. But most importantly, tell us how that experience helped you to gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career and your business or your life. So that was a difficult question. And I went through a lot of scenarios because in my bringing, in my background, I've had a lot of challenges. And it's easy to revert back to a military challenge, which I kind of swayed away from. And I talked it through with my wife and she said, you know, why don't you talk about the challenges of starting that YouTube channel? And I thought, eh, I don't know about that. But the more I thought about it, you know, Mark, it's the darn YouTube channel because the frustration of doing something, and in my case, it's YouTube, but it could be something with anybody else doing anything. It's right. podcasting. Jumping, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Jumping into the pool on the deep end. You're not sure what stroke you're going to do, and you hit it. And for me, it was how am I going to look on camera? Am I going to sound stupid? What do I do once I record this? I don't know how to edit anything. And for me, it was a bunch of negatives that were, it just hit me one, two, three, four. And finally, I just, you know what? I just sat down and said, I'm going to watch some YouTube videos. I'm going to talk to people and figure out who knows what. And it was just pushing through. It, basically what I said, you know, follow through, finish what you start. And it was at times, you know, I'm looking, I see I got 12 subscribers. I'm like, really? This is a lot of work. And yeah, for I've 12 got people. 12 people. <laughs> yeah. and I've got three views on a video and I don't get a lot of views, but it's almost been a year since I started the channel. And for me, I've just moved past that. The channel isn't there to make me a million dollars. It's there for my enjoyment and to help people talk about their cars and let them talk about themselves. So, you know what? I just pushed through, got a little bit better, and I learned something new about it every day. And then I come across people like you that are willing to help people like me and go, you know what? This is pretty darn neat that I get to be on your podcast talking about my channel. 
Well, thank you. It's great. I'm kind of smiling here because I went through the same thing when I started podcasting. All the same worries, all the same thoughts. How do I do this? What equipment do I need? And I always tell people, like what you did, Michael, is watch a lot of videos. You can go to YouTube and learn how to do everything. You can learn how to extract a tooth out of your own head if you really want to. I haven't tried that one yet, but uh, uh, it's amazing what people put out there for free for us to go and enjoy and learn. So I learned how to record a show and edit it and do all of that and load it up to my RSS feed and be, what's an RSS feed? And then, you know, all those things. And I'm learning every single day. And then just when you have it all figured out, you know, these recording devices or the software updates, it changes and the little buttons aren't in the same place. And you're like, oh, uh, God, I hear God. you on that one. iMovie. Yep. I fight that. I'm like, wait a minute. I just did this last week. Uh. I know. It's ever never ending frustration. But you know what? It goes back to your original comment. Uh, if it's worth doing, do it right. Stick with it. Um, and the other thing you mentioned, and it's important, is look at what other people are doing. Years ago, I worked in advertising. When I lived in San Diego, I grew up down down there in San Diego, uh, very familiar with the Navy presence down there, of course, all the beautiful ships in the harbor. And I had a client. His name was Tony Robbins. Yeah, that guy. The talk? Uh, I worked the, in, the, really? The guy. Yeah, the, the guy. guy. He, was, he was just starting out. I was pretty young. In the advertising industry, I was coming out of the ocean one morning, and he was running down the beach. And if you've ever seen Tony in person, he's a giant. He's a big he, guy. He looks, he looks odd. His head, he had a thyroid problem as a teenager. His head is too big for his body. His body's giant. He's a very powerful presence. And I had just finished uh, listening to his Personal Powers cassette series, cassette tapes, back there aging me a little bit. And uh, long story short, he became a client of mine. And one of the... Many things that he taught me was, Mark, don't reinvent the wheel. How he got his business going was by reading a 100 books, self-help books, helps about motivating other people. He picked things out of those 100 books, and that's how he started his motivational speaking tours. Don't reinvent the wheel. People have already done this. Reach out to people. Ask them questions. A lot of people will help you. You'd be shocked. Some people won't. They'll go, I called many podcasters that said, oh, I don't really need any competition. I don't want to help you. But I had many that helped me. Uh, a really successful one was John Lee Dumas, um, who was uh, incredibly financially successful with his Entrepreneur on Fire series. He was a great help to me, he and his uh, partner, Kate. So like Michael learned, uh, you just sit down and start learning. And this learning tool we have with these computers and the internet is its absolutely amazing. It's just incredible. Let's take another quick break, say hello to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Edelbrock has been the name in automotive performance since 1938. Edelbrock designs and builds thousands of the finest automotive performance products right here in the USA for both street and track. From their AVS2 carburetors to V6 superchargers, if it's more power you crave, Edelbrock delivers. Let's talk superchargers. Whether it's an application-specific system or a universal fit, their precision-made assemblies come in multiple stages for a wide variety of makes and models. Their V6 superchargers are dyno-tested and ensure the perfect fit and maximum horsepower torque Plus added boost. You'll get huge power gains. I mean huge power gains. Quality construction you can trust and backed by decades of knowledge, Edelbrock 
is a brand that provides you with proven performance, and I've got a deal for you. This January 2020, you can get 10% off, 10% off, if you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. Just go to edelbrock.com and use CARSYEAH, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. Tell them Mark at CARSYEAH sent you. That's edelbrock.com, checkout code CARSYEAH for your 10% off. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. You take care of your cars. But who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. So, uh, Michael, we're back. Would you share a story with me that instigated this passion that you have for cars? Was there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were a car guy? Sure. So I actually talked this over with my brother, and we went over a couple different uh, stories. And he goes, you know, I would say that your integration into cars was being force-fed the Volkswagen that my brother had. And the story goes like this. So my brother had bought a 1970 Cherry Apple Red VW Bug. Looked nice, ran horrible, and always working on it. My dad, my dad was a retired naval officer, same background as he and I have similar backgrounds in the the career-wise, but mechanic, always working on stuff. We were always working on cars. And so one day, my dad says, uh, uh, Michael, uh, you're going to buy that car from your brother. And I'm like, uh, but Chad, I don't want it. He says, it doesn't matter what you want. You're going to buy that car. And I'm like, it, <laughs> it's a Volkswagen. <laughs> he goes, yeah. you know, you're going to get, so I end up with this car. And of course, always wrenching on the damn thing. What's Ray get? Uh, 73 Nova SS. And I'm like, oh, oh. wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not quite seeing this one. 
So yeah. it all started there. Uh, Dad always had us working on, you know, whatever, brakes, oil. If it needed to be done, we were wrenching in the garage on cars. So since that time, always been tinkering around with cars. Probably not so much in my later years here because cars are a little bit more electronic. And But, you know, I do the basic maintenance on most of, most of my cars. But, yeah, that's pretty yeah. much where it started with the old VW. Well, how about your first really special car? Now, that was your first car, but maybe not too special, as you, no. you said. How about your first really special car? What would so that I be? think an 89 Mustang hatchback I had. Uh, it was red. I uh, had the 5.0 engine in it. Uh, it was uh, a heck of a car. I loved that car. And prior to that car, I had a 1980 Chevy Citation, which I, I hated that thing. Uh, and the best day of my life is when I sold that Citation for a thousand bucks. And I went down to the local Cadillac dealership here in San Diego and the, the Mustang was sitting in the back of the lot and I negotiated a little bit on the price and drove that thing out of there. And I, I, to this day, I wish I'd have kept that car. I loved that car. Vine, what color was it? It was like a maroon red, that Ford maroon red yeah. with the gray Very interior. Cool. Very cool. Love it. Well, if you uh, woke up tomorrow, Michael, and you were manifested as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle, what would you be and why? Willie's Jeep. And oh, the reason okay. for that is, uh, you know, Willie's Jeep, old military, uh, always reliable, always working vehicle, had a second life after the uh, after its military career. It's stubborn. It stands out. It's simple. It's dependable. Uh, there's layers of stories with each one of them. You know, I'm kind of that car. That That's kind of how I am. You know, the Willie's Jeep has such a special place in the heart of I think most Americans, and uh, I had an author on the show years ago. I'm going to have him back. His name's Patrick Foster, and he just sent me his newest book. It's so funny you mentioned Jeep. Sitting right here, Jeep, eight, eight decades from Willys to Wrangler. Uh, it's a wonderful book. Um, it's got, I think it's about 200 pages, and it kind of walks through the whole history of Jeep, some wonderful old advertisements and things in there, but my next door neighbor, neighbor had a Jeep for a long time, and he just loved that thing. I don't know anybody that's ever had a Jeep that's not happy with it. They're just such a part of America and uh, freedom and getting out and having fun. So uh, I think it's great, Michael, that you're a Willie's Jeep. That's a good fit. Very, very nice. Well, we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle, the Jeep throttle answers. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Uh, I'd say paying attention to detail and setting a routine and having structure. Those are the things that pretty much keep me going. Would you say you learned those disciplines in the military? Well, even before, my father was, he wasn't a strict yes sir, no sir guy, but you know, he, he was very uh, direct, uh, I should say. And yeah, you, you definitely paid attention and better get things done right. <laughs> Sounds like a great dad. If you could uh, have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that individual be? Uh, my original answer, I changed. Uh, I, I I thought about this and it'd be Jay Leno, just because he's got, I think he'd be a great guy. He seems like he's got an awesome personality and I would love to see that collection of vehicles that he's got. Oh gosh. Yeah. The big dog garage, they call that. Well, my regular listeners are going to hear it again. I've been trying to get Jay on the show. Ever since I started it, I've actually walked up to him four times, handed him a card. He said, sure, Mark, sure, Mark, sure, Mark. 
Uh, can't do his, his impression very well, but that's how he says it. <laughs> uh, but I just have never gotten through to him. One of these days, one of these days, one Jay, of these days. Get you on cars. Yeah. Like he really needs me to be successful. But you know what? He is an inspiration to so many people. He's a genuine guy from what everyone who knows him has ever said. I can see that. Very knowledgeable car guy, too, and a lot of fun. So one of these days. How about the best automotive advice you've ever received? Pick the right wrench the first time. (laughs) And how do you do that? Would you tell me? Because I never seem to be able to do it. But I'm not a very good mechanic, so that's probably All I know is is, uh, have a dad, and I I can just, the story is always, if you pick the right wrench, you wouldn't have to walk from here out to the barn to go get more wrenches now, would you? Or why don't you just bring a handful with you? Yeah. <laughs> that's how he was. Bring the wrench tray. That's what I do. You know, the socket tray and bring the whole toolbox. What the heck? How about the best automotive advice you've ever received? What would that be? I don't really, I don't know if I really have any really good automotive advice other than, uh, just if you're buying a vehicle, pay close attention on what you're getting and, uh, don't go in uh, blind when you're making that purchase. Yeah, yeah. Get some education. You know, in this day, this day and age, it's uh, so easy to do that. You know, people come in. I, I've had a lot of people on the show that are automotive dealers and so forth, and they've said that the public has never been so well educated as sure. they are now. It's hard to keep up with them in many cases. Sometimes they know more than than may be true, but uh, for the most <laughs> yeah. part, we can we can learn so much before we walk in to buy a vehicle. And uh, I would imagine being a car salesman or saleswoman these days would be a great challenge uh, to know all the details because cars have become so intricate, but also to keep up and then have somebody who's really done their homework. I guess you just listen and say, well, thanks for sharing that with me. I didn't know that. That's great. Exactly. Well, my brother yeah. always said that when you go in to buy a car, ask the salesman what he drives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How about a resource? Is there a resource that you found is really helpful for you and your business that you'd like to share? No, I I really don't have one. I thought about this and being mine is a YouTube channel. I I use YouTube, you know, pretty much that's kind of my go-to, oh, I need help. And yeah, pretty much just YouTube. Well, there's your resource. Tell you, I use YouTube all the time. I was on it when you called in today. Uh, As I mentioned, um, getting a new computer, trying to learn the new Mac operating system, all its little quirks and tricks. I mean, there's all these hidden little things. And I decided I haven't bought a computer in almost 10 years. Wow. Upgrade to the newest. Yeah, this Mac is last. I, you know, I love it, but it's starting to kind of drip some oil out of the pack or something. <laughs> so I think it's time before it blows up uh, to get something new. Um, so going through the new process of trying to learn the new operating system and all the little tricks, there's so many little things yep. that uh, you would never know. So uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, YouTube, love it. Learn a lot of things here. How about a book, Michael? Is there a book you'd like to share? There is, and it's not car related. Um, it's one that okay. I've, I've actually used in my military career a lot, and it's called uh, Ernest Shackleton. And it's about the failed expedition to the uh, Antarctic in 1914 by Sir Ernest Shackleton. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Now there's an adventure. We talked about uh, Sacagawea and Lewis and Clark, but oh my gosh, that's one I can't imagine with the equipment that Uh, they didn't have compared to what they have today. Anybody that has not read this book, it is, you read it and you're like, wow, what an the guy, Shackleton, just unbelievable. My father actually recommended I read this book years ago. Through my naval career, 
getting ready for deployments, arduous sea duty, whatever. I could always go back to this book and think, man, Shackleton went through all that, got all his guys back, and he did that pretty much by himself just because he was yeah. a master organizer. And it's just an awesome book. Sounds like it. I haven't read it. I'll have to get my hands on that. Sounds absolutely fascinating. You find all these resources on Michael's very own Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Michael Azurik in the search bar, and that page will pop right up. All right, Michael, we're up to the last question. The checkered flag can be a bit of a doozy, but it's a fun thought. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. Doesn't matter where it is or who owns it. I'm going to park it in your garage there in El Cajon. But there are some rules to my game since I'm writing the check. One is it's the only cool collector car you can have. Two, I want you to drive it and enjoy it. No garage queens. Last but not least, you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. It's yours. You got to keep it and enjoy it. Not a bad rule, but somewhat limiting. So what can I get you today? So I did a lot of thinking about this. And growing up where we did Montana, there is a family called the Carlisles. And one of their their eldest son, Jimmy, had a, what we believe was a 1963 Pontiac Catalina, all aluminum, hot rod. It had a 421 in it, we think. That's the car I'd like to have. Just a lightweight, hell of a race car. I think there was only very few of them ever built. And not many people know about them. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of interesting to me. Hmm. So I'm going to have to call him, I guess, and pry that out of his fingers if he still has it. <laughs> or I've had, I've had a lot of builders on this show. I think I could find somebody who could build you one heck of a hot rod. Um, yeah, that could be to your specs. That's a good thought. Wow. You know, this is a fun thing about this question. Uh, the answers are so wide and varied, as are the interesting, inspiring automotive enthusiasts I've had in the show. So uh, 63 Pontiac Catalina. All aluminum body hot rod. Interesting, interesting. All right. It was actually on the cover of Hot Rod Magazine at, at some year. Uh, we know oh, that. Really? Don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll do a little research there. Make sure I get you the right car. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, Michael, you've taken me on a great ride today. Really enjoyed learning about this new venture you've got going. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with us and sailorswithcars.com on YouTube. Could you provide us with one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you Drive off into the sunset in that 63 Catalina. Uh, I would just ask anybody that's interested in getting interviewed, um, man, I'd love to put you on the channel on Sailors with Cars. I don't really have any parting advice, just uh, help a guy out trying to uh, do right by others. There you go. What's the best way for people? I know they can find you on YouTube by typing in sailorswithcars.com, but how can they reach out to you to uh, best communicate with you? So, Michael at Sailors with Cars is the email. Uh, sailorswithcars.com, as you mentioned, is the website. Facebook, Instagram, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> a, little bit of okay. a, a little bit of a brain freeze there. Yeah, yeah Michael no at problem. sailorswithcars.com will get me an email or the the, the number 619 uh, 7, I don't want to give out the wrong number, 728 6040. You can text that, um, any of those. And I would love to set up an interview or just talk with you and I haven't quite figured out long-distance interviews yet. Buddies of mine keep saying, oh, we need to get on air, but I don't know how to do it. I live in Pennsylvania. I'm like, yeah, haven't figured that one out yet. Yeah, well, you know, when you get big and famous, you can just fly your crews out there. Yeah, yeah there you go. 
you get in your private jet and go out there and go all over the world and interview people. I'm still waiting sure. for that day to happen to me too, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, things happen in this world if you just stick with it. So I wish you the best of luck. I'm glad I was able to connect with you. I'll put all these resources on Michael's show notes page. You know, if you live in the San Diego County area, North County, uh, Escondido, anywhere out there, Orange County, and you want to uh, have some fun there, and I know there's a lot of you car folks down in that part of the world. That's where I grew up and uh, still visit there quite often. Uh, reach out to Michael, uh, you know, help him out a little bit, help him get going. It could be a fun, informative thing. Who knows? Put you on YouTube, and then who knows? We'll see that, and better things might happen down the road. Michael, thanks for being so generous today with your time your expertise, and for sharing your experiences with us. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road or on sailorswithcars.com. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars yeah TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV. Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!